0: Welcome to Sober Soapbox with Shanti, where we're going to talk recovery, healing and transformation, and how that influences and affects daily life. If I think it, I'm going to say it, and we're going to talk openly about it. One of the most incredible parts of this journey is the change that's happened since the start not in me only, but how the changes evolved from the thinking with how I see things to the strength that I get back daily, my thoughts, my outlook. It's been this ever-evolving experience, and every hurdle I've had to cross even still today teaches me something, and I become more grateful for the lesson. Not only does it give me something to talk about, which helps me to work through it out loud, but it also teaches me to try to become a better person. It's almost like I welcome adversity now, and I'm absolutely not afraid of it. It has taught me and continues to teach me so much. I remember a few months back when I was having a really hard time digesting a few things. And a very long-time friend of mine called me out of the blue. I was having one of those weeks where I was doubting myself and everything and what I was doing in my life and that I was this awful person. My mind went to a dark place, the ones that I try to stay away from. And I just felt so unworthy and I felt overwhelmed with everything that was happening around me. It was launch time coming up for my new season podcast, I had the first part of my Pilates instructor course exam coming up. My husband was going overseas. It all just felt like a lot, more than a lot. And I was battling to cope and feeling restless and then slipping back into that habit again of where I was internalizing all of it. I think it had a lot to do with my husband going away more than anything because he had been my absolute rock. And I talked to him about everything. And suddenly here I was going to be alone for a while again, which was another hurdle I'd have to face. I wondered if this would be the time I slipped and had a drink. Anyway, you know a bit about me by now. I'm a firm believer in signs. And then out of the blue, I get this video call from one of my oldest friends. And we're chatting away, laughing about things from our teenage days. And then she says to me, are you doing okay? And with that, this word vomit just pulled out of my mouth about how I was feeling about myself because of other people's projections and the particular word of narcissism that I'd heard that had been applied to me and how, of course, it had upset me. And also there was this very pack mentality vibe going on with my supposed friends. She basically laughed out loud and then she shouted at me and said, you shut up right now and fucking pull yourself together. I don't even know who I'm talking to. Yes, you hit rock bottom last year, but you've crawled yourself out of a hole not many people have seen. You've gotten through a life nobody knows about and been through very tough situations you've needed to survive. You're one of a kind and anybody that doesn't see that, well, that's their problem. Don't ever believe that about yourself. You carry on being who you are. There's nothing wrong with you and you know how everybody has a label for everything these days. You are you and I know who you are and your family and your boys and all the people who love you know who you are. You are human. We all make mistakes all of us. Most people don't even care when they make mistakes. They forget and they carry on being themselves, but you used it to try something new for something good. Pat yourself on the back and look how far you've come. Fuck everyone else. Fuck them all. If it's so easy for them to let go of you, they were never really your friends in the first place. We're the lucky ones that get to have you in our lives. Don't ever let anyone else make you feel anything less. Well, by the time she had finished, I almost felt like I was ready to take on a wall with my own motivational speech. There was way more swearing and much harsher words, but it definitely reminded me that I am loved, and I'm a good person, even with my flaws, and I'm so blessed with wonderful people around me, and it's just what I needed to hear at that time. I've had warriors of friends in my corner throughout my life that have helped me survive and loved me regardless for everything I am, including my faults. I still have my WhatsApp group with my primary school friends all over the world that we chat all the time. I have friends everywhere from all parts of life that I love and adore and that love me for me. And it also got me to thinking that so much of this is in our minds. We let this sort of stuff take up so much space and it takes away from the here and the now and the people we are with. But I do still have to cut myself some slack because I'm still growing and I'm still learning, but at least I'm working on it. And at least I am trying when I hit these small bumps in the road. I know what I was running from all those years by drinking. It was feeling all of this. I've never had to deal with these emotions, and I learned from a very early age to totally put them aside and ignore them because they hurt, and I hate feeling hurt. But it got me to thinking, all these labels that get thrown around without a care in the world, and narcissism definitely seems to be the hot word of the moment. Have an ex you don't like? Just call them a narcissist and make sure you tell everyone and be sure to ruin their life and their character. Have a friend you're angry or hurt by because they haven't acted like you'd expect a friend should act. Just label them a narcissist. It's much easier than accepting they could be in a world of pain and actually need help. It makes it so easy to throw these big fat labels out there because you can then feel so justified in your treatment of them. And nothing brings people together like the mutual dislike of someone once they've all got themselves so worked up to believe that this is and could be the only reason. They're just a full-blown narcissist. Nobody sees when the strong person breaks because they do it alone. But food for thought. Maybe what we should be making more normal is the reason, hmm, maybe we just want different things from life. Maybe we didn't communicate that well. Maybe our values, interests, or priorities didn't align. So instead of accusing a person of being abusive or narcissistic, we need to think a bit harder. It's literally okay for relationships or friendships not to work out. There doesn't always have to be a villain in everything. Or maybe if we really need to simplify it and look at it from another direction, it's not that deep and maybe you're just collateral damage for another person's lessons and And maybe what if you could actually see it was all about them and had nothing to do with you? They say never go back to a friend who's trashed your character, stolen money or tried to destroy your marriage or relationship. It's true, but honestly, who gives a shit about your reputation? Your reputation is what people think they know about you. But when people trash your character, that's super ugly. Anyway, I'm currently away on holiday with my boys and it's midnight. I'm having the most wonderful time with them and have been trying really hard to stay off social media as we go. And not post stories until we get back home. I just want to be completely present with them as much as possible. And we are having an absolute ball and I just don't want that in the way all the time. We've been up watching movies and we had just finished watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then they went to bed. We have a big day ziplining above the Redwoods tomorrow, which means I should be sleeping, but I'm not. And I decided to go on Fickle Facebook and happened to see a photo of someone I know with a bunch of comments from the same group I used to roll with, and it ended up annoying me. We had been this tight group, but when things fell apart for me due to a few reasons, I was suddenly the outsider. I must have got a little triggered because I got annoyed and it started making me feel uncomfortable. But it didn't last a minute before I then said to myself, Why is this making you feel like this? And why are you allowing this to create this reaction in you? And just like that, it stopped bothering me. And I went into the why mode. When things trigger me in a bad way, it's become habit to start asking myself, why is that affecting me and how can I work through it? The truth of the matter now is I hate anything that makes me feel unbalanced and I despise anything that disturbs my peace. I always have but the differences I would have run away as far as I could in the past and now I would rather talk about the uncomfortable truth and the wise to make sense out of it and put it to bed. Must be this active clear mind that I love so much these days. I realized this specific situation was because this used to be my group of friends I used to mainly hang out with. And now that I was on the outside, it had got under my skin seeing this. Never quite finding myself ever in the current situation I'm in. It's all something very new I've been trying to navigate because this whole friendship group turned to custard when I needed to finally take care of myself. Now, I keep talking about change and the timeline of change for me to make that relevant on that topic is that when I hit rock bottom and broke down last year, I had no idea what the problem was. It was also jumbled for months. I can now look back and say, right, November breakdown, December getting rid of alcohol, January therapy and depression, blah, 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 working through things. But it didn't mean I suddenly had it all figured out. And I still don't because I'm learning daily. But I know now that what I wanted 10 months ago to what I wanted seven months ago to what I want today is crazy different. It's like I have changed so many times finding my way to myself. It's this constant evolution of change and growing confidence. So if this had happened 10 months ago, I would have had an absolute frothy if I wasn't involved because my attitude would have been, how dare this happen to me and me not be involved? Seven months ago, I wouldn't have been able to see a bar of it because of my fragile state of mind. It would have hurt me so much. And now it hardly makes me bat an eyelid because I couldn't care less at the best of times. And when it does like tonight, it is so fleeting that it's hardly worth a mention. But the fact that it annoyed me meant I had to do some work on myself and needed to figure out the why. So it did get me to thinking about a very real issue with woman called pack mentality. And I figured out that this is why it hits a nerve every now and again. And I'm finally going to put this to bed. And boy, oh boy, the more I delved into this, the more the lights kept switching on. As women, we all know that this is a very real phenomenon. And we have either been part of it or we've been on the other side of it at some stage of our lives. So we know how it rolls. I had been there myself when there was shit talk about others in group conversations and also one-on-one, so yes, I have been there when people vent about their frustrations about other people, manipulation tactics I couldn't see when I was in it pathological lying I overlooked but now looking back realizing it was actually quite damaging to other people it's crazy how much gets overlooked when you choose not to see or maybe see and just ignore and also being so jaded by an addiction that adds another layer definitely had i never gone as far as annihilating someone's character by calling them a narcissist that one did hurt I talk about the ever-evolving journey because this is a perfect example of how a year ago I would have, against my better judgment, been in it, but now I wouldn't want any part of it. Not because I can't, because I'm on the outside now, but because I never want to get caught up in the small talk about people again. I look back to situations like where long-time friendships that had fallen apart for very good reason because that friend saw the light by being blatantly thrown under the bus. Then suddenly they were the problem because they chose to have some self-respect and distance themselves and immediately pack mentality came into play with everyone snooping all over sids instagram having a good bitch and ripple session about what she's doing and what she's wearing or it could be the ex whose new girlfriend is driving a ferrari and posting photos and suddenly she's a twat all she is really trying to do is be motivational but now she's been caught up in the crossfire of pack mentality and this is the reason they stay following them on social media Who would I be to think I'm any different now being on the other side and now being that conversation for them? But I leave people following me. I couldn't give a shit. I'm loving my own happy life, making memories with my kids and people that love me. Enjoy. Hope it brings trivial conversations and happiness to otherwise bored minds. Or the ex-friend you had to choose to cuddle for your own mental health and now suddenly is friends with your whole old group of friends when she used to say they were so boring and how they weren't her type of people at all. Go figure. And suddenly, just like that, I couldn't care less. So this is how I went down the rabbit hole of learning the dynamics of pack mentality, what it looks like and what we can do to make sure we really try not become involved in it. It was a wonderful topic because I learned so much more about myself too and the reason this doesn't work for me and why I've never cared if I was part of a pack and I think people find that level of confidence quite intimidating. I'm so grateful I can walk my own path. I think if we are aware that we are doing it or that it is a thing, then hopefully we can look at ourselves when we are in those situations and say, hey, I don't actually agree with this or I'm not a sheep and I actually have my own voice. It's one thing thinking this, but it's another applying it. Nobody wants to think they follow the crowd. It takes a lot of self-reflection to be able to speak your mind honestly and authentically. So what is PAC mentality defined as? It refers to the tendency of individuals within a group to adopt similar behaviors, attitudes, or beliefs in order to fit in or conform to the group's norms. It is similar to the concept of herd mentality or mob mentality, where individuals conform to the opinions or actions of the majority. In the context of women, pack mentality can manifest in various ways, such as peer pressure, conformity to social norms, the desire to fit in and be accepted by the group. It can influence decision-making, choices, and may sometimes lead to negative outcomes if it involves bullying, exclusion, or harmful actions. So what can we do to understand more of these dynamics while trying to maintain individuality and our values? We need to firstly look at the things that cause this effect. Peer pressure plays a significant role. Group members may feel compelled to conform to the group's norms and expectations to avoid being excluded or criticized. The pressure can influence individuals to adopt the group's mindset and behavior patterns. The fear of rejection or being ostracized by the friend group, the need to align their thoughts, opinions and actions with the majority to maintain acceptance and avoid being isolated. Friend groups often provide individuals with a sense of identity, and people sometimes adopt that pack mentality as a way to strengthen their social identity within the group and to enhance their own self-esteem. This leads to a desire to conform and be seen as part of the collective. In some cases, individuals have a lack of individuality, and they look to prioritize group cohesion overexpressing their own unique thoughts and opinions, and this results in the adoption of pack mentality where individuality is suppressed in favor of a group consensus. I think firstly, you always need to be self-aware. That will always help you stay true to yourself and you will always make decisions that align with your own principles then. Choose your company wisely and surround yourself with women who share similar values and who support your individuality and that encourage you to be your authentic self and that respect your choices. Be open-minded to different perspectives and ideas and engage in constructive discussions that promote growth and understanding. Have the courage to stand up and Speak up against negativity and against bullying and gossiping and encourage positive conversations. Encourage individuality. Walking away from pack mentality groups of friends can be difficult, but it may be necessary for your own well-being and personal growth. Now, this is something I have been through and it hasn't been nice and it did have an extremely negative effect on me while I was struggling with getting out of my addiction and making peace with it and trying to keep my mental health stable. It was an extra layer that I just didn't need. A big part of my journey has been accountability for my actions, but that does not mean I need to take accountability for how others cope with their own insecurities and unresolved issues or people's pathological lying patterns where they have a history of throwing anyone under the bus to save themselves And I will not be held accountable by people who barely know me getting caught up in a pack mentality. I will not be sorry for cutting out people and sticking by that decision that otherwise would have been damaging for my survival. And if that meant people had to drop off, I was fully prepared. I've come to see people love to live an offended and victimized life so they don't have to grow. And that is not on me. For myself, I had to separate the two issues I had. First, it was the drinking, so I could then unravel behaviors that were destructive to me. Unfortunately, when these two became one at the end, it was all chaos because I had lost who I was and desperately needed to untangle this mess and work through these things individually, which presented themselves with all sorts of their own problems. I chose to work on myself, by myself. For myself. And when I realized there was this pack mentality vibe going on, and it didn't take long, I was in absolutely no state to deal with it, which caused me to further isolate because my mental health and family mattered more than anything at that stage. I had to choose at that moment to brutally cut anything out of my life that would keep me from getting better if I wanted to see the change that I needed. I don't regret any of it because I didn't know better and I've forgiven myself for that. But I look back on my timeline of change and there's a time where that would have meant the world at my lowest to have anyone reach out. But I've realized it actually didn't matter anyway. And that spoke volumes in the long run. As the months went by, the damage was done. The proof was in the radio silence, and the complete lack of understanding was instead replaced with judgment and labels. But in all this, the most important part of me came back, and this is one thing I will always be grateful for, more so now than ever. One thing that I've never had a problem with is to be an individual and to never be afraid to stand alone. I've been like that my entire life, very much so because of my childhood, and now adding these last 10 months and what I've been through, I've remembered who I am again, except now I'm learning how to navigate the strength and use my energy, love and loyalty where I need it with a clear mind and a distinct direction. I know what I want and need. I think confident people that know who they are scare people. People always think they are stronger in crowds or with the mindless mass behind them. And they get so worked up with each other together. And surely if everyone is agreeing with me, I'm right, right? I have all these people agreeing with my narrative. But we forget that we will always find people to agree from each side. That's the joy of the big world. And if I was out there telling my one-sided story to everybody, I could create an army. But what a waste of my time. Thinking is hard, and that's why most people judge. Me choosing to step away and work on who I am and not having the right tools to communicate – Didn't make me a bad person. And I talk about change because it's taken a long time to believe in myself again, to trust myself and to remember that I'm a damn good loyal person who deserves so much more than pack mentality judgment or a gross label that if anyone did even a little research into would realize it doesn't even fit me at all. Not even in the throes of my alcoholism did I come close to being narcissist, selfish, unreliable. Lost and broken at the end? Yeah, sure. Toxic, a little, yes. I think we are all toxic in our life at some stage or another, but that's something you can work on. And so now, when I choose to cut people out of my life, it's because nothing will bother my peace again. Honesty and authenticity is all I'm looking for, not pathological lying not manipulation, and not small minds talking shit about other people. If it's not helping me grow, I don't want any part of it, and I will be ruthless in what energy I allow into my life going forward. My mind is not weak anymore, and I fought too hard to get to where I am to ever be brought down again or made to feel like I'm a piece of crap. You become what you surround yourself with. Energies are contagious. You need to choose carefully. Your environment will become you. Growth requires us to leave lots of things behind, habits, beliefs, mindset, and even people. You need to make space for some pretty big emotions, and you will definitely need to mourn your former life because you are not that person or there anymore. You have parts that are definitely still you, but this new you, you need a ton of space for that. It's big, extra big if you were a big personality before. You can still be tough, be tougher than you've ever been, but now you can have a soft heart too and be tough as nails when you need to be. It doesn't mean things don't hurt. You just have to remember who you are and that you are worthy and this journey you're on is amazing. It won't always be easy, but when has life ever been? No matter what you do, someone is going to have something to say, and you need to try not take it personally. People always judge and criticize other people's lives when they are not happy in their own. You need to do what's right for you. You can consider how your choices affect people around you, but just know you don't need anybody's approval to be who you are. So let people talk. We know hurt people hurt people, and sometimes that's all there is to it. We live in a strange world and there's nothing I despise more than this awful cancel culture we have at the moment where people are so afraid to be who they are or speak out if they don't agree with something. We've lost our voices and we go with the flow because it's easier and we don't want to rock the boat. We seem to be on two sides of everything these days. You're either woke or you're against it. There just seems to be no middle ground anymore. Just cancel because everyone is shouting off with their head. We live in such fickle times with loyalty and trust right at the bottom of the pile these days. At the end of the day, you need to be around people you can trust. You should want people to hold you accountable. You should choose to be around the motivated, the grateful and the happy people, the people who encourage your uniqueness and push you towards your dreams, even if that means pushing you out of your comfort zone a bit. Embracing and being true to oneself is a powerful and liberating experience. It allows us to live authentically without the burden of trying to fit into societal expectations or conform to others' ideals. Being yourself means embracing your unique qualities, quirks and passions and not being afraid to let your true self shine. It is through this self-acceptance that we can truly find happiness, fulfillment and meaningful connection to others. So let us all have the courage to be ourselves unapologetically and wholeheartedly, for it is in our authenticity that we can truly live a life of purpose and joy. Thank you for listening to me chat about life. And yes, I'll be here next week again. Same time, same place. As always, feel free to share your stories or send your questions and thoughts through via email, where I'll be happy to chat about them or answer any questions. You can connect with me on Instagram at SoberSoapbox, and you can use my link tree to subscribe, connect, or email. Or you can email me directly on SoberSoapbox at yahoo.com. Views expressed in this podcast do not constitute advice or services. The thoughts and opinions are mine solely and should not be substituted as professional or medical advice.